0: الحمد لله رب العالمين حمدا يوافي نعمه ويكافئ مزيده الحمد لله عدد خلقه وزنة عرشه وكمال كلماته وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشد أَنَّ سَيِّدَنَا وَمَوْلَانَا مُحَمَّدًا صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَآلِهِ وَسَلَّمُ عَبْدُهُ وَرَسُولُهُ <clears throat> أُرْسِلَ عَلَى فَتْرَةٍ مِّنَ الرسل وَقِلَّةٍ مِّنَ الْعِلْمِ وَجَهَالَةٍ فِي النَّاسِ Man yuta illaha wa rasulahu wa ulil amri Minal Mumineen fala mudilla lah. Wa man yasil illaha wa rasulahu wa ulil amri minal almu'minin fala hadiyalah. Amma ba Dear committed brothers and sisters. In the previous two khutbahs we tried in the uh, time limitations that we have to speak about basically an absent character and that is the confluence or the blending in of in today's world in today's secular world two types of individuals or peoples One of them are the rulers, and the other one is the ulama. This is not supposed to be, but this is what we have. This is a fact of life. (coughs) There is no doubt that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has endowed Certain individuals with knowledge And there are different types of knowledge There is scientific knowledge and there are there's knowledge concerning Society people psychology Etc When we say Alim in the Islamic vocabulary most of the times we are speaking about those who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed them with the knowledge that comes from him all knowledge comes from him but there's a peculiar type of knowledge that is meant for those who qualify to challenge the status quo (coughs) And what we mean by that is to challenge those who are ruling over us. When they go wrong, we have to tell them, you're wrong. And when they are right, we have to credit them for being right. We know what is happening to us in the world today. What do you say about a news item that says, a person in jordan is offering his organs in his body to support his family what do you say about this is true i'm not you know this is not something i'm making up this was in the news yesterday another news item and the reason i'm mentioning the these news items and i'm only going to say these two is because of our inability, our meaning the ulama among the Muslims, our inability or our refusal to address the injustices of those who are ruling. The other news item is a Syrian refugee family living in a tent in jordan itself the mother has three children she set and this was also in the news yesterday she set herself and her three children on fire the whole tent went up in fire why because the people around her said that family did not have food food they didn't have food for three days obviously when an average person reads a news item like this they say "Well, you know desperate times and desperate people they don't say like they should especially the ulama they don't say wait a minute here we are all muslims is something like this supposed to happen in an islamic society and if it's not supposed to happen why is it happening it's happening because our reluctance the ulama those who have knowledge their reluctance to speak truth to power this is the whole the, the whole issue Boils down to the inability to speak truth to power. We can take a look around and look at those who are ruling over us. Anything wrong with being self critical? May Allah bless a person who presents me with the deficiencies of my own self. The ayat in the Qur'an, وَمَنْ لَمْ يَحْكُمْ بِمَا أَنزَلَ اللَّهُ فَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْفَاسِقُونَ فَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْظَالِمُونَ فَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْكَافِرُونَ Three ayat in Surah Al-Ma'idah telling us those who don't rule or make decisions in accordance with what Allah has revealed, then they are either degenerate, depending on the context, or they are oppressors, or they are in denial of Allah's power and authority. Now we see this. How many of our respected ulama, those who are entrusted with the knowledge that comes to them from Allah, how many of them are able to stand up and be heard, and say this is not supposed to happen and, and I t- only took two examples there's many other examples some of them have been reported and others much more have not been reported that are happening periodically probably more often than we think in our own societies there's a hadith from Allah's prophet that says إِنَّمَ Imamu Junnah. يُقَاتَلُ مِنْ wa وَيُتَّقَى بِهِ A leader is a shield. Behind that shield you fight and that shield is there for protection. إِنَّمَا الْإِمَامُ جُنَّةِ يُقَاتَلُ مِنْ wa وَيُتَّقَى بِهِ Now, this hadith plainly says that an imam is a military leader يُقَاتَلُوا minwara'e. How many of the leaders in our Islamic countries how many of them are military leaders they are a- actually there at the war front we don't have to go through any details just asking yourself this question is an attempt to understand what the Prophet of Allah sallallahu is saying. That's all. We're not asking you more than that. Just try to understand what the Prophet is telling you. There's another hadith concerning these leaders who are Obviously off course, none of them are on an Islamic course, There's probably an exception or two, an argument can be made there. It says Inna wa minhu imamun The best person. As far as Allah is concerned, on the day of resurrection, and the closest one to him, subhanah, is a just leader. وَأَبْغَضُ النَّاسِ إِلَى اللَّهِ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ وَأَبْعَدُهُمْ عَنْهُ imamun جَائِرٌ And the most disliked by Allah on the day of resurrection and the furthest from him is a despotic leader. Then there's another hadith. These are the hadiths now with what is happening to us in the world. These are the hadiths that these scholars... Khatibs, ulama', fuqaha'. These are the hadiths that they should be explaining in context, in real time. There's a hadith by Allah's Prophet, and Allah's peace and blessings be upon him and his. There's a hadith that he, he points out seven different types of characters. سَبْعَةٌ يُظِلُّهُمُ اللَّهُ فِي ظِلِّهِ يَوْمَ لَا ظِلَّ إِلَّا ظِلُّهُ There are seven types of individuals who will be in Allah's shade on a day when there is no shade except His, except Allah's. One of them is Imamun Adil. A fair leader. A just leader. An equitable leader. Now, we'll visit some of the statements, some of the words that were stated by Those who lived with Allah's Prophet Those who learned from Allah's Prophet And those who talked the talk And walked the walk of Allah's Prophet In an extended communication Between Al-Imam Ali And his governor over Egypt Malik Al-Nakhai Better known as Malik Al-Ashtar I'm excerpting, I'm taking, ex- extracting from this long letter that he sent to this governor in Egypt. One of the statements he says to him, فَلْيَكُنْ أَحَبَّ الذَّخَائِرِ إِلَيْكِ ذَخِيرَةُ salah." He Says to him, remember, this is a governor, he has a position, he has power, he can decide for people just like we have rulers and decision makers over us he says to him let the best treasure be for you the treasure and it could be the khira also could mean ammunition the treasure of al amal as-salih you do what is right and you do what is righteous that's the best Acquisition you can have وَأَشْعِرْ قَلْبَكَ الرَّحْمَةَ لِلْرَّعِيَّ And have your heart feel Compassion for the citizenry وَالْمَحَبَّةَ لَهُمْ And the love for them you take these words that come from the prophetic era and use it as a measuring stick to look at those who are making terrible and disastrous decisions for the Muslim public almost in any of these countries you're looking at. وَلَا تَكُونَنَّ عَلَيْهِمْ سَبْعَاً أُكُلَهُمْ And don't be like a wild lion that is devouring their livelihood, their food, their nutriments. As if he's explaining, if we take the meanings of this and put it in today's world, as if if he's looking at these leaders we have, and he's telling Malik al-Ashtar, don't be like that. فَإِنَّهُمْ صِنْفَانِ People, the ones you have to have love and compassion for, there are two types of people. Either that citizen of yours, is a brother in your deen, he shares the same deen with you, thus he's your brother, or, نظير لك في الخلق, or he is an equivalent to yours, being a hu- in your humanity, meaning, you share the same humanity with him, or her. فَأَعْطِهِمْ مِثْلَ الَّذِي تُحِبُّ أَنْ يُعْطِيَكَ اللَّهِ مِنْ عَفْوِهِ وَصَفْحَهِ Therefore give these people that you are ruling over, give them of your forgiveness and your amnesty the same of what you would expect Allah to give you of His forgiveness and of His amnesty. Be fair to Allah. وَأَنْصِفِ الْنَاسِ and be fair to people. مِنْ نَفْسِكِ Be fair to Allah and be fair to people, out of your own self, and even if it has to be against your own self. وَمِنْ khasati أَهْلِكِ Out of your near of kin, even if it's against your near of kin. Be fair to Allah and be fair to the public out of those who you favor from your own people. Even if it's going to be against them فَإِنْ تظلم If you don't do that You're going to be committing injustice الله الله And whoever does injustice to Allah's subjects These are the people, Allah's subjects إِمَّا أَخٌ لَكَ فِي الدِّينَ أَوْ نَظِيرٌ لَكَ فِي الْخَلْقِ If you don't do justice or if you do injustice to them then Allah, forget about people then Allah is going to become your enemy. And whoever Allah takes issue with Allah will abort their argument their justification whatever they have that you think these people who are ruling over us you think they don't have justifications for what they are doing the media is out here 24/7 justifying the injustices that are planned out against us And our respected ulama, the masajid, you have masajid all around the place. Alhamdulillah. When we first came to this city, I don't know, 40 odd years ago, more than that, there was only two or three masajid in the whole place. Now, it's probably, and no one, like we Muslims, we never count. We never know how many masajid we have. But uh, educated guests, Would probably be about, I don't know, forty or fifty at least, masajid in this metropolis. Go to these masajid and who of the ulama that are entrusted with knowledge from Allah, who is speaking against the oppression and the intrigue and the conspiracies against we, the Muslim public. Who are they? You can go, you have the freedom, you're here on Friday, you have the freedom on other Fridays, go to all of these masajid and listen to the those who ascend the minbar of Rasulullah sallallahu and see how many people are addressing this issue. This is the absent element that no one is dealing with. Rulers are not above Allah and rulers are not above the law But we behave as if they are oh you can't question them It's a fitna if you ask if you inquire if you expose if you clarify you are contributing to a fitna who said? Who said a fitna is speaking truth to power? Where did this come from? شيء, this is still this is the last sentence of Imam Ali to Malik And he says to him There is nothing That can expedite Allah changing his ni'mah And Allah expediting his naqmah. Then established injustice. That's what we have. We have established injustice. Injustice has its deep roots. It's so deep. It is inside our own psychologies because we can't speak truth to power. فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ سَمِيعُ دَعْوَةِ وَهُوَ Bil بِالْمِرْصَادِ Allah will eventually answer the call of those who are oppressed and He is always there to check those who are responsible Leaders of injustice. Okay, that's one statement from Al Imam Ali. Another statement from the second Khalifa to Rasulullah, Umar ibn al Khattab. This is, this is another problem we have in our masajid. You'll, you'll find a person, he'll quote Al Imam Ali, but he won't quote Umar. You'll find another type of speaker who will quote Umar but not quoted Imam Ali, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? This is where we are. This is the real world we are in. What does Umar say to Abi Musa al-Ash'ari? Another governor that was given the responsibility to govern in the eastern part of the Arabian Peninsula. He says to him, فَإِنَّ سَعَادَةَ الْوُلَاةِ مَنْ سَعَدَتْ بِهِ رَعِيَّتُهُ The pleasure of those who are in government decision making positions Their pleasure comes from the pleasure of their citizenry Of their flock of their people and public Meaning If they are If the people and public are not happy You who are ruling them You can't be happy الولاه, The most miserable of those Who are making decisions for their people مَنْ شَقِيَتْ بِهِ رَعِيَّتُهِ Those are the ones whose Flock Whose People Are Miserable Wa iyyaka Wa I caution you Not to ve- Feel Comfortable Another way of translating this Don't extend your feet Don't feel Cozy Wa iyyaka Wa Fa inna يَقْتَدُونَ Nabik, Those who are working with you, for you, they look at you as an example, as a paragon. You are their model. And when you begin to express yourself in luxuries, then that's the way they're going to behave. You are setting the pace for them, in other words. inna مِثْلُكَ مِثْلُ الدَّابَّ you, you, Omar is saying to Al Abu Musa al-Ash'ari He said, you are like a beast, an animal A domestic animal You're like a domestic animal Cattle It saw green pastures Then it ate a lot it overate Hatta Samunat until it became fat. Facana sumnuha or simnuha sabbahalakiha. Her the, the animal's overweight contributed to its demise. Lianna beverica sumn toothbah whatukkal because. Of its size, it is seeked for slaughter and for consumption. Now, you tell me these are not insights that were passed on to us from that first generation, and we refuse. And I said, I challenge any one of you. Whether you're here in Washington DC or whether you're thousands of miles away listening to this khutbah in the internet, as is the case. Go to your local masajid and listen with an open mind to the quality and the content of the khutbah that is being given on Friday or to any other presentations and see... How almost everyone is circumventing this important area of shedding Quranic and divine and prophetic light on those who are making detrimental and deadly decisions against us. That give us these news items every day of inequality, of discrimination, of throwing us under the bus. Of disregarding us, declaring wars against us, because in our hidden psychology we have elevated the rulers beyond the Quran and beyond Allah, الله, and made them inapproachable. We can't speak about them. We can't say when they are wrong, you are wrong, we can't say, or oh, they'll permit. If because they consider that a a contribution to their legitimacy, when they do something right, oh yes, you can say they did something right. But dare you say they did something wrong? Wa tuubu ila Allah Inna Allah tawabun rahim Alhamdulillahi bi jami'i al-mahamid Ala jami'i al-niam Wa sallallahu wa sallam ala al-mab'uthi khayran wa rahmatan wa hudan likaafatil umam Muhammadin in nabiyyi al-Ummi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam Dear committed brothers and sisters Ayyuhal-Mu'minun <coughs> You know that we are very concerned with what happens in the birthplace of the Prophet in the birthland of Islam, where our haram in Mecca is, where our haram in Al Madina is, and by extension, where our haram, if we are not thrown off course by today's geopolitical map, but also our third haram in Al Quds is. This is a particular area that is dear and that concerns every living muslim. What what type of developments do we have in this land that has been stolen? This land has been nationalized, tribalized by a family. And so what is this family doing to our holy precincts in our holy precincts what is it doing well one of the pieces of information that has been coming our way is the abdication the runaway 18 year old saudi lady who now has been given political asylum of whatever nature it is in canada he comes over here and she's given political asylum. But in addition to that, she is also given a personal guard. Of course, there's a lot of propaganda about this issue, and we're not interested in responding to this propaganda. What we are interested in what is the response of those who are ruling in arabia to what's beginning to look like a developing pattern women in saudi arabia are trying to run away from that society there must be something wrong when when uh An 18-year-old runs away not only from her country but from her own family and then accuses her father of physical abuse, of mental abuse and these are the things that keep on going on where this, this forces upon us because the uh, propaganda machines out there, they will make this into a gender issue. And unfortunately, the liberal agenda over here, the secular, non scriptural, liberal explanation for this, jives very well with the stubborn and the calcified mentality of those who rule in the Arabian Peninsula. Both of these, they are playing the same music. And the average person becomes a victim to all of this, and we're supposed to stay silent. You're not supposed to speak about this. The ayat in the Quran speak about these issues. Oh no, don't don't talk about this. Why? Because eventually you're going to be speaking about those who are making decisions there, and they don't want that to happen. Fox News, an obvious enemy, propagandistic enemy of Muslims. Fox News, in this past week, had a news item that said Saudi Arabia, in the past few years, helped five students five Saudi students who were studying in the United States, escape justice. That doesn't surprise us a bit. What should be eye-opening is that Saudi Arabia, here in Washington D.C., on embassy row, has been in violation of the laws of this country, and they're getting away with it. They tell Muslims you can't go to a masjid, you can't enter a mosque, and everyone is absent. Where's the press? Where's the reporters? Where are the correspondents? No, no one exists. Allah exists. And then we go to Ula al Qiblatayn and Thalith al Haramayn in Al Quds. The Awqaf in Al-Quds, the Islamic Waqf in Al-Quds has closed off the praying area of Qubbat al-Sakhra inside al-Masjid al-Aqsa after an Israeli policeman wearing his kippah, his yarmuk entered the place by force. How much humiliation, how much disgrace are we going to take? Imagine if we were to turn this around a little and say a Muslim, a Muslim went into the synagogue by force, And began doing whatever he wants to do there, saying a dua or saying the adhan, like how would the rabbis feel about that? How would the people of the Jewish faith feel by that? How would people of common sense in the world feel about that? This is what's happening to us. But this is supposed to be off the radar. No one's supposed to zero in on an event like this. And next door in Egypt, do you know in this past week it's made official that ministers in the Egyptian government, even the Sheikh of Al Azhar, Al Imam Al Akbar, that's his official title, if they want to leave the country, they have to have a presidential endorsement for them to travel outside of Egypt. It's this. Have you heard? What type of shara'i justification do they give? But this is happening. These are laws. And you're not supposed to speak about laws as a person of morality. This is the schizophrenia that is built into a civilization of dichotomy. And then... They're planning, they're speaking, all the world speaks about it, but we Muslims know. You can't speak about this. No, we're going to speak about it, because we want to speak truth to power. There is what is being dubbed as an Arab Sunni alliance, a type of Arab NATO against Islamic Iran. The meeting is going to be held next month in Poland and there's going to be foreign ministers from Arab countries who are going to who are invited supposedly they're going to be present because they can't resist invitation coming from their masters and also an invitation went out as we are told in the Hebrew press the invitation went out for Netanyahu the zionist war criminal yeah we say this from a masjid because we're trying to be factual he is a zionist war criminal a zionist war criminal is invited to this quote-unquote arab sunni summit in poland the truth of the matter we're not making things up and then An Israeli official belonging to the Israeli National Security Council flies to India over in the airspace of Saudi Arabia and Oman. We want Muslims to know what is happening in the real world. And we want an Islamic perspective on this. We don't want to be silent and have this type of behavior go unnoticed as this is a preparation all of these are preparations for the eventual recognition of the Arabian rulers of the Zionist colonization of the Holy Land Kudus goes to Mahathir Muhammad in Malaysia who said He's not going to agree to any Islamic, uh, any Israeli participation in any forum or meeting or conference or whatever in Malaysia. In the meantime, we don't want Muslims to be absent-minded about the war in Yemen. It's one other issue they don't want to speak about. Today in the haram in Mecca, the person who gave the khutbah was making dua for the Saudi troops and the Saudi regime. And in the news, the United States is training 150 Emirati pilots to drop bombs and to target innocent people in Yemen. If we have moral standards, if Muslims have morality in them, they should have enough courage to say, this is not, at least, this is not a moral thing. This is not a moral thing the the U.S. administration is doing. It's not a moral thing that the Emirati administration is doing to kill innocent people there in Yemen. And then to add insult to injury, we had there was a conference of energy ministers in Egypt. And the minister of energy from Israel went to Egypt. Now they've been going back and forth for now since the capitulation of Muhammad Anwar Sadat. That's been going on, that's nothing new there. What is new in this regard is that he mes- he visits one of the most historical masajid in Cairo, one of the largest masajid in Cairo, Masjid Muhammad Ali. Here he is, an Israeli minister going into the masjid. What, what are you going to do, Muslims? Are you going to speak about it? Are you going to think about it? Are you going to do something? eventually are you going to do something about it and then Netanyahu the Zionist war criminal is making an official visit to Chad that's an African for those who don't know geography very well that's an African republic that is to the south of Libya Many African countries, they cut off relations with the Zionist colonizers back in the 70s. Chad in, it was in 1972. There were no exchange of visits back and forth. Now, the news has it that Netanyahu, the Zionist war criminal, is going to a Muslim African country on an official visit. Now, they've been going back and forth probably... These types of rulers and decision makers for many years, but now they're trying to make it public. And what are you going to do? What are you going to say? Dare you say something? Forget about doing something. Dare you say something? Dare you explain what is happening? In an item, a news item by the New York Times. And I say, if someone wants to feel bad. And say that we Muslims try to make things up or exaggerate. We're not exaggerating anything. We are telling you where these news items are coming from. The New York Times said that Saudi Arabia is recruiting children. Underage children from Darfur in Sudan to fight in El Yemen. What do you say about that? You make dua for these leaders in Saudi Arabia who are doing this? And then a news item that Wajalla a news item that we wanted to mention a couple of weeks ago it has escaped our fragile human memory is the the festival that the Saudi government arranged for singers to come to Madain Saleh. This is an area north of Al-Madina al Munawwarah. It has the history of Prophet Saleh and Thamud, his people. And now, the Saudi government, we say government because that's what it claims to be, put together singers who came from Lebanon to sing in Madain Saleh. This is the project And this is the future strategy of the son of the king. We wished that there was something more substantial in these policies instead of encouraging entertainers and singers and belly dancers and resorts on the Red Sea and all of this. Where is building up yourself? the manufacturing sector the industrial sector where is it you probably can't manufacture a needle but you're keen on manufacturing songs and extended nights and doing what you've done to Mecca and al Medina and by extension to Al-Quds Allahumma arina al-haqqa وارزقنا اتباعه وأرنا الباطل باطلا وارزقنا اجتنابه ولا تجعله ملتبسا علينا واجعلنا للمتقين إماما اللهم اهدنا فيمن هديت وعافنا فيمن عافيت وتولنا فيمن توليت وبارك لنا فيما أعطيت وقنا شر ما قضيت فإنك تقضي ولا يقضى عليك وإنه لا يذل من واليت ولا يعز من عاديت تبارك ربنا وتعاليت فلك الحمد على ما قضيت نستغفرك ونتوب إليك وصلى الله على محمد وآل محمد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والعصر إن الإنسان لفي خسر إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالصبر أجعلتم سقاية الحاج وَعِمَارَةَ الْمَسْجِدِ الْحَرَامِ كَمَنْ آمَنَ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَجَاهَدَ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ لَا يَسْتَوُونَ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ وَاللَّهُ لَا يَهْدِي الْقَوْمَ الظَّالِمِينَ وَأَقِمِ الصَّلَاةَ إِنَّ الصَّلَاةَ كَانَتْ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ كِتَابًا مَوْقُوتًا لا اله الا الله الله رب هذه الدعوه التامّه والصلاة القائمة آتي سيدنا محمد الوسيلة والفضيلة والدرجة العالية ترفع